Good evening, and welcome to J-Waves. That is I, the Corpus Christi Joker. Thank you so much for joining me, and today we are doing the review and my opinion on Alita Battle Angel. I had not had a chance to see it. I was very excited to see it because it is directed by Robert Rodriguez, one of our fellow Texans who I actually really love. Desperado is one of my favorite movies, and I might as well make the spoiler now. I am doing a Desperado Joker here coming up pretty soon, so I'm excited for that. Um, this was written by James Cameron and Lita Calagritis, and I am—I know it was based off of the manga series from back in the day when I was growing up, so I was interested to see in how it would translate into live action, and I can start off by saying it did not disappoint. It was actually really well done, and I am very impressed and also kind of sad that is not getting the attention that it should that it deserves yet again. First thing I want to say right off the bat, I'm a huge fan of Lord of the Rings and a big part of that is because of the Weta Workshop. Um Weta Workshop has done some of the most amazing special effects work in Hollywood and uh they did this movie, Alita, you know, they did Lord of the Rings, they did The Hobbit, they did World of Warcraft, which I'm going to bring up many times because I believe like World of Warcraft, which is an excellent movie, both acted, mo-capped, special effects, story, everything that got none of the attention that it deserves. I feel like Alita Battle Angel is under that same, I guess, umbrella of it, it, it deserves more attention than it's getting because this movie is gorgeous. They did a really good job of making a pretty complex story and, and into a an action-packed film. Uh, I was very impressed with the amount of action they had and also the likability of Alita. She was very likable from the very beginning. I was very impressed by how they did that. It was like, wow, this is great. They did a fantastic job. Um, like a quick synopsis on the movie. Basically, uh, the doctor who is played by um, Christopher Waltz. He finds uh, Alita's, I guess, head and I guess half of her mid-torso in this gargantuan uh, junkyard. And when he puts her head into the body he had made for his handicapped daughter, the story uh, unfolds. And it's actually pretty neat to watch her kind of learn things and... It was it was actually really well done. Um, one of my friends that went with me was like, "It's a it was a bit boring in the beginning until it gets to the action," and I do agree with him completely. I mean, it was kind of boring, but I mean, it needed that so we can get that. I guess so we could root for her whenever she does turn into the battle angel that she turns into because that's actually quite awesome. Um, again, just. Gorgeous special effects, a great job, what a workshop, you guys are amazing, as if you didn't know that already, but this was just one of those ones where I was just like, every bit of it, design quality, the mo motion capture suit, the, the voices, the, the look, the city, the weapons, everything, just, oh my god, and um, I think his name was Ed Skirkin, who was the guy who played uh, Francis in Deadpool, he plays a guy named Zapan, uh, which is like one of the main villains of the movie. And he looked absolutely 
stunning. There's a couple of points where he just walks through the frame and I looked at my best friend and we were just both jaw dropped like, God, that has to be real. Like he looks unbelievable, fantastic. And he has like the Mayan calendar on his back or a design of a Mayan calendar on his back and it's just like gorgeous. Not to mention he's carrying the Damascus sword, which is a famous sword from the comic and uh, the sword that Alita ends up wielding later on in the movie. But it's just like, wow. And what's cool about this uh, review, it makes it easier for me, is I don't have to spoil anything. I can just completely talk about how fantastically beautiful this movie is and how well directed it was too. Way to go, Robert Rodriguez. It was wonderfully directed. You could tell it was a labor of love. Um both on his part, maybe even by James Cameron's part. I know that they had read somewhere he was working on this screenplay since 2000. So from 2000 and now, 19 years later, we finally get it on screen. And I do hope, we were pretty close. They they had a really good uh, worldwide so far. Um, I think they're up to $136 million. The movie cost $200 million to make. So there's a good possibility that this movie could be made into a sequel. I think it's a sleeper hit because it made more than they had estimated and it is doing very well in the theater. So I'm just saying this right now. If you haven't gone out to check out uh, Alita Battle Angel, you definitely should. Now, one thing I do want to say, it is violent. Uh, she does drop an F-bomb, which is completely appropriate because something happens that leads to that. And I was like, I completely forgot what, what rating this was. It is PG-13, but they did allow one F-bomb, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, the violence and fighting is intense. Uh, there's a part where she's in the bar. You've kind of seen a little bit in the trailer where she kicks like these two uh, beer bottles and hits one guy in one head and he hits the other guy in, the other, in his head. That is the icing on the cake of what ends up being a fantastic fight scene and just like, wow. And uh, yeah, I'm like, dang, that's amazing. Like amazing fight scene. But again, knowing the mocap, like how they do that and seeing it work so well... It was just like, this is the evolution of where movies are headed. Because uh, Jackie Earl Haley is not known to be tall. Um, he was the guy that played Rorschach in The Watchmen, if you're keeping score. But Jackie Earl Haley is uh, one of my favorite actors. And he plays a guy named Garishka, who is actually like 10 or 11 feet tall, <clears throat> about the width of a house, and... His voice matches perfect with the body, but he, you know, Jackie O'Haley is not that big of a man. And it's neat to see the mocap technology give him, who has his fantastic voice, the opportunity to play something as big as his voice is, which is that character. And it is just awesome. Awesome fight scenes. And uh, Jackie O'Haley did a really good job. I do want to talk about the cast. It's kind of interesting because it's a lot of strong heavy hitters. Uh, Christopher Waltz. Jennifer Conley. Let me see here. Uh, Jackie Earl Haley. Um, I also know that Derek Mears is in there. Derek Mears uh, played Jason um, in the remake of Friday the 13th. Uh, Marisha Halee Vector, who I fell in love with in the first... Um, series of Luke Cage. He did such a great job. And then now he's on the new um, True 
Crimes on HBO. I think it's what it's called, right? Drew Crimes. And uh, man, it, he, again, knocked it out of the park. There is a surprise um, cast reveal at the end of the movie that I'm not going to spoil. And it was just like, uh, <laughs> you know, if we do ever get the sequel that I'm hoping we do get, um, True Detective. It's called True Detective. He's in Spider-Man Into the Universe. He uh, voiced the Prowler. And he's also in True Detective. Um, Marishala Ali as Vector. He does a really, really good job of playing that character. But like I said, we already learned that he is a great actor. And he also got an Academy Award for the his his, um, his role in Moonlight. So, very good actor. Completely fit in perfect with this cast. Um, going back to Alita, uh, you just fall in love with her. That's a really interesting part. Um, she is played by Rosa Salazar. And she did do the mocap for that with Weta. I saw the videos on that. I think it was amazing. Uh, her, she really worked hard on it. Um, but yeah, I mean, her, she's so lifelike, first off. And she is 100% digital. And you do fall in love with her. Like, almost the way you would fall in love with, um, like, Smeagol from Lord of the Rings. You know, you just feel for these people. And they have this, like, their eyes tell a story. And that's actually a really, really strong uh, point to do I know as an artist when you draw a photo if you don't get the eyes right on a portrait or on something that you're drawing like an animal um, it ruins the whole entire photo the eyes tell the story and the eyes are what connects you to the drawing or the person so doing such a fantastic job on, on Alita's eyes and and like her motion I'm not sure they completely like copied uh, Rosa's eye movements or blink or tearing up or I'm, i'd like to know more about that i want to look into the making of that um but man the eyes told a story and you just made you, you just you just fall in love with her she's so sweet and uh they they kind of do a i don't want to give anything away but they kind of do something that really makes you side with her and and that is the bar scene where you go oh man uh it is on now like it's crazy uh, back to Jennifer Conley on the cast. She did a fantastic job too. It's nice to see her, you know, fell in love with her in Labyrinth and then to see her here, it's so cool. She's come such a long way and she's still such a great presence to have on screen. So she did a great job. And Christopher Waltz, it was neat. Christoph Waltz usually plays a villain and, uh, to see him play a good guy, uh, and, and a dad role was comforting. It was actually kind of nice. He worked out really, really well. Um, it's a, it's, it's a really good project to be proud of. I, I, I would like to say that if they were like whoever worked on this thing, uh, this movie, I'm pretty sure they really do feel good about it because it was, it's really well done. One other thing I want to say is we, we saw in the cast or excuse me, in the credits that Casper Van Dien was in the movie and we looked him up and sure enough, he's in the movie and he plays a, an interesting character. So I'm not going to say who he is. I can help let you look it up afterwards, but uh, <laughs> if you, if you blink, you might miss him, but if you're paying attention, you might see him, and we, we kind of figured who he was, and then once looking it up on IMDb, we realized, yeah, that's him, and it's nice to see Casper Randine, you know, he was so great, and, uh, we all again fell in love with him, and Starship Troopers, one of my all-time guilty pleasures, Paul Verhoeven's Starship Troopers, I love it, uh, ultra-violence, and 
in a kind of a weird way, Alita Battle Angel kind of fits in that same world. Uh, I could see, like, Alita Battle Angel going into battle with the army from Starship Troopers. Like, they kind of fit. So, yeah, I thought that was actually kind of cool. Um, all in all, Alita Battle Angel, if you take your kids to see it, like I said, I would... Mm, I mean, there really is just one bad word. Literally one F-bomb in the whole entire movie. The rest of it is kind of like cartoon violence. And uh, I would even say it is exactly like the manga. It's cartoon violence manga style. So only thing they didn't have was blood. Uh, because they're cyborgs, they kind of bleed green or blue. So that's how they get to keep it PG-13. Because if it was a blood fest, this movie would have been rated R. Hard R. Uh, because it was so cyborgy and cyborg blood uh pg-13 rating was allowed to stay and it was actually pretty cool um i heard some complaints uh about the romance happening in the movie between the male lead and alita his name is keenan johnson hugo i didn't see that uh i didn't feel that the the complaints that I've seen or heard, uh, I actually enjoyed their love story. I liked Hugo a lot. I thought he did a really good job of making the most out of that character. That's a hard character to do because Alita's the lead and he's the secondary. So he has to take a step back and let her lead, uh, which you hardly ever see in movies. Like, I mean, it's only been very recent, like Wonder Woman and um, what was the other one? You know, uh, we just saw... What was it? God, I can't even think. But this is like a new thing, you know, like where the, the the male lead actor takes a step back and lets her do all the fighting. But he did a really good job of making it uh, believable. And so did Weta because they made her seem indestructible, which was very, very cool to watch. Because once she turns it on, boy, it's a whole different animal. And, you know... I hate to say this, but like I think the trailer for this movie was done all wrong. I I definitely think that this was not the trailer, or the trailer that I saw was not the movie that we got. Um, the movie that we got was action-packed, fun, led you in a different direction. The movie, the, uh, the previews that I saw made it seem like it was like a coming of age for <laughs> uh, a cyborg girl that's just learning about life and this that that's not the case at all like they should have geared the trailer towards like like they should have made it darker like you know like a, a cyborg with a past comes to life from you know whatever like make it to where it you're gonna find out who she is of course but it's not a coming of age teenage girl it's more like the most ruthless warrior of all time finally getting rebuilt to the way she was supposed to be built the first time and now understanding her main purpose and the only thing that's going to stop her is absolutely nothing like they should have really gone with a darker preview i think that would have helped this movie out a ton because it did not i remember when we, we just we just literally left the theater we got out and we go that is not what we expected because you know we knew the manga and we figured this might be like the first part when they got really deep into it. So, yeah, the trailer, I think, kind of killed this. That might be why. I'm trying to figure out why it's not doing well because, again, I can't figure it out like World of Warcraft. 
I could never figure out why. The World of Warcraft trailer also was pretty terrible. It made it seem like a, a slow, fantastical you know, like journey when you go to a different universe. Uh, not the case at all. The movie is absolutely amazing. If you've never seen World of Warcraft, do yourself a favor. Stop what you're doing. Buy it. Sit down and watch it. It is awesome. Like From beginning to the very, very end, it's probably one of my all-time favorite movies yeah, and Alita Battle Angel, I'm going to say, is right up there with it. Um, my score for it, out of 10, I'm giving it an 8. I know that is a high score. Uh, I am pretty proud to say that it is an 8. Um, the only reason why I took some points off is because it wasn't rated R. I think if it had been, it might have been a solid 10. And I think they could have told a little bit more story of uh, like, like, like the flashbacks of where Alita comes from. Uh, there could have been more story of that, and also the ending. Um, I'm not saying that they ended it with a hopes of sequel, but where they ended it, I was like, oh, man, I wish they hadn't have done that. But that's not a negative to not see the movie. That is just my own personal opinion as a critic. I go, you know, I would have ended it different. Uh, I definitely wouldn't have ended it the way they did, but because they did... It's getting an 8. And that might not be anybody's fault except for James Cameron. No, I'm just kidding. It was um, awesome. I definitely should check it out while it's in theaters. See it IMAX. See it in 3D. I think it'll look beautiful in 3D. It is a cinematic gem made by Weta Workshop, directed by Robert Rodriguez, written by James Cameron. Definitely see it. It's a must-see in the theater. Uh, if you miss it... Hopefully you have a huge, big screen television. I am going to tell you right now, I am looking forward to buying this. I want to watch all of the behind the scenes. And I'm definitely going to get the art of Alita. Because I want to know the design from manga to live action to mocap to CGI character. All done by Weta Workshop. Very excited about that. So, I hope you enjoyed my review, my opinion. And hopefully you guys go check out... Alita Battle Angel in theaters now, PG-13. Go check it out. Robert Rodriguez, got to give him some love. He's from Texas. He's from Austin. He's doing so much good work. Definitely, definitely support local Texas directors. He's awesome. We got to meet him. I think it was at Alamo City Comic Con. Treated me and my sister very nice, very respectable, and I have... I was already a fan, and after meeting him and seeing how he treated my sister, I am even more of a fan now. And after seeing Alita Battle Angel, I now know that he can take on huge budget films and not only soar to, the, to new heights, but he has exceeded my expectations, and I am so glad that he did. So thank you, Robert Rodriguez, for Alita Battle Angel. You did fantastic. Thank you to everybody involved. What a workshop. So much love for you guys. I absolutely love y'all so, so much. I can't wait to see what you guys do next. And don't forget to follow my Instagram, the real Nerf Joker on Instagram, the Corpus Christi Joker on Instagram. Don't forget to follow my Facebook, the Corpus Christi Joker Facebook. Don't forget to check out the Texas Dark Arts where I'm also doing some reviews for horror movies. I'm going to do some special ones just for that. And as always... Thank you so much for riding the J-Waves with me, the Corpus Christi Joker. Much love. Until next time.